0: Welcome to the Real Film Nerds Podcast. Welcome, 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 everyone, back to another exciting episode of the Real Film Nerds Podcast. See, there, I got it that time pretty good, right, Mike?
1: Well, that was that was a little fast, but yeah, you got it pretty good.
0: Dude, I'm working on it. I'm trying to get it even like faster, like the Micro Machine Man. Ooh, man, that's hard. That's oh, really hard. I'm working on it, but I can only do it for our intros. So, I don't like practice outside of work or outside so is of that, podcast. Is
1: that, is that so when you listen to the podcast on two or two and a half times, it sounds more like the Micro Machine Guy?
0: That and the Chipmunks.
1: Ah, yes. Okay. All right. Cool.
0: So, welcome, everyone. Uh, I am your host, Matt Hinshaw in Prescott, Arizona. Oh, come on, dude. That's too slow. (laughs) And with me, as you see in my retort, whooping my butt, metaphorically, Mysterious Mike Talent.
1: (laughs) Yes, uh, Mysterious Mike Talent is back.
0: Dude, I even changed your name on the website.
1: (laughs) Awesome. Do I need to have a, a, a talent at Real Ner- Real Nerds, uh, dot realfilmnerds.com
0: No, cuz then I now I'm going to have to freaking set one up. God damn it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh man, the it's talent fun. so demanding.
0: It's fine. No one else emails us, so I you know, they, it's just another email address I'd have to set up that no one would email us with their picks for movie of the year and podcast of the year.
1: Ooh, nice dude. Nice nice segue there.
0: Yeah. That's right. I I'm like a professional's
1: yeah, you're you're getting there.
0: Um actually I have had some votes, but I still haven't ha- received one email yet. Um it's mainly just people at work and family and friends that have told me either through Facebook Messenger or texting or phone calls or in person. I still have not received an email.
1: Oh, okay. Well, I'll email you tomorrow.
0: Nice. But uh, uh, I'm still waiting on your picks for all the other categories, Mike, although I, I've been slacking and I just now got to it myself today. So
1: yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll get to it this week. I, I, I do need to get to it this week because it's an important week. It's the sports ball finale. Uh, some people call it the NFL.
0: There's a sports ball finale this week
1: uh, on Sunday. Is a uh, the uh, bowl of the supers. Oh, you
0: mean uh, the day they have all those ads that are really terrible and like they fake us out by teasing a possible big Lebowski uh, sequel and it's really just a really horrible, horrible Stella ad?
1: Yeah, uh, yep, could be, could be that. Uh, I don't know, like. It's weird now because most of the ads come out before the, even the Super Bowl. So you can like watch them in advance, which is weird because it's, why do we want to watch ads?
0: Yeah. Well, I'm specifically pointing out how, you know, I teased it on our Twitter and I teased it on our Facebook and how I was really hoping it was going to be a Big Lebowski sequel because that would have been freaking awesome. And no, it's a really stupid commercial.
1: Yeah. I'm sorry, Matt.
0: I'm sorry. Everybody knows the dude still drinks White Russians. He will forever drink White Russians.
1: Yeah, all the time.
0: Got any milk? Right. All right, so anyways, Mike. um, Speaking of new films, (laughs) I don't know how to segue into our review. Um, Here, this (laughs) one is still up for uh, possibly... Our awards that are coming up on February 14th, the first Poindexter Awards. It's uh, a film that I've said, and I'm sure you've said as well, Mike, that most people have never heard of and probably never even knew about. Uh, Some people might know about the true story, but I doubt it. Uh, And that is uh, Bomb City.
1: Yeah, yeah, Bomb City. Um, Do you just want me to go into it?
0: Yeah, dude, go for it. Give us the uh, rundown for Bomb City.
1: All right, so uh, Bomb City was directed by uh, Jameson Brooks, uh, written by Jameson Brooks, starring uh, Dave Davis, Glenn uh, Morse-Shower, Logan Huffman, uh, Lorley Linklater, Eddie Hassel, uh, Harry Knotts, and Dominic Ryan Gabriel.
0: Dude, you almost said hairy nuts. I know you were thinking it, because that's what I was thinking.
1: Yeah, I might have almost said hairy nuts. Uh, (laughs) A crime drama about the cultural aversion of a group of punk rockers in a conservative Texas town. Their ongoing battle with a rival more affluent clique leads to a controversial hate crime that questions the morality of American justice.
0: All right, so Mike... I think we need to get to the most important topic of every single podcast. Well, most podcasts we do. I think we've missed a handful. But, uh, uh, Mr. Talent, uh, what are you drinking tonight?
1: (sighs) Oh, yeah. Um, I am drinking a beer called High Lie, and it's uh, White Oak High Lie by Cigar City Brewing.
0: Not Bomb City Brewing. All right. I wonder if there's Bomb no. City Beers. That'd be a freaking great name.
1: Oh, I'm sure there's Bomb City Beers. Uh, when I was visiting uh, a different part of Texas, uh, I was in Dallas. There was an area where it they used to make bombs, I guess, or something. Maybe in Arlington or something. And there was breweries, and they like transformed it all. It was very hipstery. It was cool. Mike, are you turning into a hipster? Yeah, uh, I've uh, started axe throwing on the side. Um, oh, dude! They just opened up one of those stupid things
0: in Phoenix. I was like, I've been throwing axes, you know, since I was like what twelve or thirteen in the Boy Scouts. It's not that cool.
1: Yeah, but did you have on your lumberjack um, gear and, and and man bun and and your beard and stuff?
0: Uh, no, uh, I couldn't grow a beard back then.
1: Well, then, you haven't thrown a real axe, mister.
0: I had everything else, though.
1: Well, whatever.
0: <laughs> See, you don't even ever retort to that. That's funny. Anyways. All right, Mike. Well, fine. I am drinking a staple of my refrigerator. I am drinking my typical Four Peaks kilt lifter.
1: Oh, I might not have said that uh, it's an IPA. Oh, uh, of my course. Beer. I, the, uh, I'm pretty yeah.
0: sure everybody knows that's all you drink now, beer snob.
1: Yep, yep. I'm a bit of a beer nerd.
0: Beer nerd, my ass. You're a snob. If you are a beer nerd, you would, you would drink all beers equally. But no, you have to drink IPAs.
1: I do drink other beers, as long as they're IPA, double IPA, pale ale, so no
0: you are not a beer nerd you are a beer snob
1: no man i drink some sours and stouts and browns and i drink everything i'm an equal opportunity beer drinker
0: whatever quit lying we all know the truth mike you're a beer snob it's true right. all right old, back, old, back. oldie for life what was that english Yeah, Old English, man. Oh, Old English. O-E for life is what you said? (laughs) Yeah. Wow. All right. When was the last time you've even had an (laughs) O-E? It's
1: been a bit, but I still love it. Liar. No, I like Old E. I hate Steel Reserve.
0: Oh, come on. What about Mickey's? Everybody loves the good old-fashioned
1: Mickey's. Oh, Mickey's is light, man. It's easy.
0: All right, then. Fine. Now that that we've turned... What are you drinking into? 40 of the week. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know. So, Bomb City, Mike. What would you think of Bomb City? Did it go boom? There goes the dynamite?
1: Uh, So, I hadn't heard about this movie at all, like you were saying er earlier, Matt. And uh, it was only because you had found this movie and wanted to review it. And is this a uh, tributary or is this a legacy it's a legacy
0: because it-, it wasn't done by uh any of the streaming services it did have a theatrical release but it was only the small film festival releases um and i believe it was mostly released in and around the texas area like the i think it might have
1: Amarillo Ar- area where where the the it takes place
0: uh maybe but i think like like there's a dallas international film festival i think it might have been released in that i'm not 100 percent sure though Um, okay you know i could take a look i do have the imdbs uh it was released in the bend film festival the dallas international film festival like said the festival of tolerance the Louisville international festival festival of film the nashville film festival the new mexico film critics uh, Tallgrass International Film Festival; those are all ones where they won awards. So,
1: for oh, this film.
0: Okay. So, anyways, um, I one thing I right off the bat that I have a problem with is IMDb saying it's a crime drama. I, I like the last like thirty minutes is a crime drama. I guess for the most part, it's not a crime drama at all. It's more of a uh, character study on these two different groups or. Um, oh, what the hell did we call them back in uh, high school? Clicks. Clicks. They yeah. called them clicks. Two yeah. different clicks. Social and, groups. Right. And I thought that like the punks, which are heavily featured, obviously, in the film, were in high school as well. But I guess they were not. Um, looking into it more, I think they were like fresh out of high school kind of thing. Like They were like, 18, 19, 20, 21-year-olds in that area. And then the other click... Um, was clearly high school kids because they were all on a football team the high school football team in Amarillo.
1: Oh okay I, that wasn't sure about that either. I kind of thought the the um, the punks were a little older but never was it really discussed so I just I just rolled with it you know
0: right yeah it was never really discussed in the film because the main character um, played by uh, who is that uh, that's Dave Davidson. No, Dave Uh, Davis, Davis, Uh, Brian, he is not living at home with his parents. He is out on his own with, uh, I think, a couple other people, or at least it makes it look like there's a couple other people living there. And it's almost kind of like this warehouse kind of uh, concert venue thing, which for me is very reminiscent of back when we were in high school. And there, you know, people would get little areas to play around town and stuff. They weren't really living there, but they'd find little shacks or rent it for the night or whatever. I remember going to a handful of shows like that. Not punk shows, just, you know, rock shows or whatever, but still.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, I, I kind of related with that. That was, I, I thought that was pretty cool. Um, you know, I I remember going to different little places and going to see shows and stuff. So, Mike, what'd
0: you think? This is a good movie? This is a bad movie? <sighs>
1: No, I liked it. It was um it, it's kind of sad and it, you know uh it it reminded me a little bit of my brother, uh some of the punk stuff and and things like that. And just uh yeah, it it, it poses a lot of great questions and uh you know, it was it, it was an interesting story for sure and how it turned out is also uh, interesting, but so it was somewhat predictable, and that was sad.
0: Well, I would say it's somewhat predictable, but not, because uh, it turns itself on its head. Um, I knew what the output was going into the film, so I wasn't surprised. My nephew, who was here celebrating his birthday over the weekend, you guys remember him uh, from the Venom episode. He's obsessed with Venom. I had him watch this movie with me because I originally wanted to have him on this podcast, but, uh, you know, time is, a a cruel mistress and Mike and I did not get time to record it while he was still at my house. So, you know, whatever, but he was shocked and floored by this movie and he thought it was fantastic and incredible. And he had some interesting points that I will bring up later on when we were in our spoiler part of the film, but, uh, um, he didn't know. And it, it caught, it blindsided him for sure. The, uh, the final, you know, 45 minutes or so of the film. But, uh, for the most part, you know, I, I like it. I like this film as a whole. The cinematography is okay. It's not, uh, anything crazy. Um, it's not bad, but it's nothing earth shattering. The acting I do have to say though, is, uh, kind of rough, but again, it is a small film. Almost on the level of an independent. I think it might be an independent. I'm not sure. But yeah, it's,
1: well, yeah. I thought Dave Davis did a really good job the the main character. But uh, some of the other side characters were a little bit rough.
0: Yeah, some of the other guys, especially the guys that are in the football team, preppy guys. Some of them were. It just it felt like overacting kind of thing. Like they were really kind of like trying to, you know, inflate their chest and be oh, oh you know. It just didn't. It didn't work for me. Um, I think Dave Davis did really, really well. Um, I think for the most part, the uh, punk side did pretty well. There were a couple that were a little, you know, not great, but
1: they weren't awful. Um, yeah, Dave Davis's brother wasn't. I don't know. His character was kind of strange, but yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I maybe that's how it was supposed to be, but it, it seemed he was a little, I don't know.
0: Well, and being his brother, they really didn't give us a whole lot of background on his brother. And his brother definitely was one of the more prominent characters. Um, But you don't really understand. Does he live with his parents? Does he not live with his parents? Is he his older brother? Is he his younger brother? I just... Like, some of those weren't answered. They might have been. I just don't... At least I can't recall.
1: No, I didn't. I didn't ever really pick up on which one was what or anything. How diff, how close they were, or far? I guess they were pretty close. I, I mean, in age, I don't know. I don't know. Never got it. And
0: then you know, they both were clearly punks because he was rimming him, you know, a little not rimming him, uh, ribbing him a little bit about you know having a shaved head and you know how that's like a Nazi thing and he's like, well, the not or not Nazi white supremacist thing, and he's like, well, you know, the punks have been doing it before the white supremacist kind of thing and whatever. Who cares? But, you know, it, it there's clearly, like, they're close, but I don't know how close. And then there's, like, that other scene where they're working on that art installation of signs and things. And they're sitting there drinking beers. Then he, like, randomly has to go. So are they, like, living together at the concert venue thing? Or are they just hanging out? Or I don't know. That never was quite answered. And I think that would have really helped with the character development of this film but i do think they did flush out uh uh brian davis davis's character quite well without that but i just think it would have helped
1: more yeah 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 um did you like the going back and forth in time the way that that was done in the movie i thought it might it was a little bit awkward sometimes
0: it, it was awkward um and i think they did that I don't want to talk about it yet until we get into the spoilers, but I think that was a part of their misdirection. Um, And I think they orchestrated it well, but how they kept going, you know, like they, and then they, for like the bulk of the film, like the middle of the film, they stopped going uh, forward in time. They just stayed back in time until after a certain event. And then it's now the, the, you're in present time so it yeah it kind of hops all over and just but it was strange how they did that for a while and then they stopped and it was just like the the uh history story
1: yeah um this movie somewhat i mean i know they're not really the same but someone somewhat reminded me of uh slc uh punk oh yeah uh, salt lake city punk yeah, uh, not exactly the same at all. Different stories, but just uh, kind of these these outliers, uh, this outlying group of people and how they're treated and stuff. Kind of that's that's all not not the stories are are pretty much way different. But
0: right. But the the, the tones are the same. And SLC Punk definitely does deal with the same thing, especially being punks in Salt Lake City in the 80s. You know, they were clearly ostracized throughout the entire movie, but you don't see it as predominantly as you do in this film. Clearly, that's the main story of this is the two clicks and them butting heads, where SLC Punk, in my opinion, is more about just the punks and their existence through this time of life until, you know, a major event happens in that movie. Right, right. I would say SLC Punk is almost more like a almost a coming of age kind of movie
1: yeah yeah I think I think it is um but it, it deals with some of the same subjects so it, it, yeah I mean for me not that we see a lot of I guess punk type movies uh on 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 the big screen so i I just drew some parallels
0: yeah no it definitely it's definitely because I mean I feel that uh, the punks out of all the uh, more rock heavy metal alternative kind of genres of music have always kind of been more ostracized than everyone else. Like, you know, um I don't know if it's just because of the way they dress or whatever, but I mean metal heads, you know, the Mohawk isn't a punk only thing. I mean you've seen Mohawks on metalheads and you've seen, you know, chains on metal heads and studded stuff, but punks take it to like another level, I guess you would say.
1: Yeah, it's most, uh, it's more, um, I don't know, outrageous, more in your face. like. Uh, I, yeah,
0: they take it to the extreme. Yeah. But being ostracized has always been kind of the whole hard rock metal thing, like forever. I mean, you know, you and I even, I, I don't say, I don't think you and I really went through it but we were kind of known as like the metal guys, the rock guys, you know, we always wore concert shirts, we always wore, you know, stuff like that. We didn't have crazy hair, we didn't have, you know, we had our chains and things like that, but you know, we also had jobs. So, you know, back back then, I mean, in the, you know, in the 90s, it was terrible to have visible tattoos and colored hair and stuff at your work, even if you worked at freaking McDonald's or Jack in the Box.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, I did have long hair, so I did kind of do that, but I didn't have, like, I didn't wear spikes or But still, anything. I think
0: long hair, even back then, was a heck of a lot more accepted than a giant, you know, than even, like, coloring your hair. And I'm not saying coloring it for a day or two. I mean, like, permanently having it colored for a while, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, anyways, all right, Mike, well, um, I, I don't know how much more we could talk about this film without spoiling it, so, uh, you know what, let's do it. Um, Mike, how does Bomb City relate to the Marvel Cinematic Universe?
1: Alright, so uh, Bomb City relates in not the most direct way, but uh, Glenn uh, Morshauer is in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. No, dude,
0: that, that works, because Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., they have said... Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Now, the Netflix shows is still a hardcore kind of gray area. They've said they're accepted, but they're not. But, but Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. for sure is. There has been characters that have been in Marvel Cinematic movies that have appeared on the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. TV show. Not main characters, but side characters have.
1: Okay, so yeah, All you right. got it, well, you nailed then. it, man. All right, good cool. job. Well, then let's let's spoil it, Matt. Uh, what do you want to talk about first?
0: So one of the things that Michael, my nephew, Lumberjack Mike, pointed out was how throughout the film, uh, it's the biggest spoiler of the whole thing. But throughout the entire film they make you think that the punks are the enemy, that the punks are the screw ups, that the punks are the ones that are in the wrong, that the punks did something horrible. And then the end of the movie tells you the exact opposite. And that was one of the biggest things that impacted my nephew the most.
1: You know, that's true. They did, uh, they did, uh, allude to the punks doing something bad, through the back-and-forth trial snippets.
0: And I think that was fantastic storytelling because it's not only telling you um, or trying to make you think on your own that, oh, these clearly are the bad guys. It is the punks. It is these guys. It is the ones with the crazy hair. It is not the good kids. It is not the click kids. It is not the football kids. They're the they're the good, rich kids that nothing ever can happen with them. Nothing will ever go wrong. The punks are the screw-ups. They're the ones that are getting arrested, even though that whole scene where they were getting arrested, I, I'd have to look up the laws, but I'm pretty sure that was 100% illegal. If that was yeah. private property, they are not allowed to kick down your door without a warrant. They are not, unless they have probable cause of a heinous crime that happened then they can kick down your door. Spray painting some freaking walls is not probable cause to kick open someone's door. Someone's door.
1: Yeah, well they 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 saw remember they saw the electrical panel and I think they that, were going to use that as yeah, as Yeah, as, stealing uh, the
0: electricity. I think that might even possibly be a federal crime, but I don't know. So anyways, that was one thing that I, I that my nephew pointed out that also to me was fascinating because it just makes you immediately throughout the whole thing oh man the punks are the enemies the punks are the bad guys and then you kind of get your own thing going in your own head about it but i've never had an issue with punks we really didn't have many when we were growing up though in school not that i remember
1: uh i wouldn't say we had anybody like that we had we had a bunch of trench coat kids but uh yeah that was this is before columbine
0: Yeah, and they all called themselves uh, vampires. You remember? Yes. But I never had a problem with them. They were just weird. And I was like, fine, do whatever you got to do. Just, you know. I even actually had uh, that one, God, that one kid. I don't remember his name. The blonde kid that was real crazy. He was actually one of my lab partners in uh, chemistry.
1: (laughs) Nice, nice. I used to... I used to go sit with them at lunch, uh, sometimes, uh, I would sit with, uh, <laughs> that was pretty weird. I would go sit with different groups of people all the time at lunch, uh, every day I'd sit with a different group.
0: Yeah. Uh, well, I always had my group, man, because you had a different lunch than I did. Always. Yep. And, uh, so there was always like, I don't know how we swung it. I think it was cause I had photo that hour or something, but it was like me and Ivan and Wyatt and Aaron always sat together at the same table.
1: Yeah, no. I always because uh, I never had any of uh, any of you guys in my lunches and stuff. Uh, I just I went and sat at different people's tables and I sat with everybody. The w- I was a the one weird... the one that killed me though was how you and I never had classes
0: together. We'd have classes at like the same class, like the same period, but we never had classes together. I hated that.
1: Yeah, man, that was the brilliance of the whatever those block class things are and. An alphabetization,
0: yeah, dude. It was all based on what your last name's first initial was. That was such bullshit. Anyways, get back on Bomb City.
1: <laughs> yeah, Bomb City.
0: Woo. I don't know, I, Mike. Do you want to spoil the uh, the the biggest plot point of this
1: or no? Uh, no, I. I don't think we should. Um, uh, One thing I will say about the movie, it's a little bit of a spoiler, but not too bad, was um, there's kind of an intro and an outro by a famous character or famous person. And I didn't realize who it was until the end. And I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, And that was uh, Marilyn Manson.
0: Well, and I think those are taken from uh, clips that I don't know if they're related to this movie or not, but that might just be newsreel clips of him talking about this particular event that happened
1: yeah it might be or it might have been done for the movie i don't know i did see that they thanked him at the end yeah um so i i I don't know so anyway i thought that was pretty cool um because he's a real smart guy even though he he's uh i'm sure a lot of people don't think he is uh he's very very intelligent so
0: Well, that's one of the stigmas that – and I know you agree with me, Mike, because you're a metalhead as well. A lot of the metalheads and metal bands, everybody just thinks we just – they just yell into a microphone. It's a lot more complicated than that. They're a lot smarter than you would ever let on. I mean, honestly, not to bring up, but one of our – currently in the running for our listeners movie of the year, Bohemian Rhapsody, I mean, Queen – You know, they were, you know, rockslash alternative back in the day. And I mean, a lot of their members, you know, are extremely intelligent people.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, he even points it out in the movie. He was like, Oh, you're, you were like a physics major and you were like uh, something else. And
0: yeah, there's physics and engineering and all kinds of stuff. And, but, that's, and, but again, there's that's what this movie is trying to do, is trying to s- get rid of these stereotypes, get rid of these stigmas, and tell this true story, a very tragic story that happened because of these freaking stigmas and judgmental. And I mean, I, I was floored when I saw the date on it. I thought for sure it took place in like the uh, 80s or maybe early 90s, but it was 99. I mean, it was our junior slash senior year of high school.
1: Yeah, it was. Yeah. Uh, and the sad part is I don't remember the anything about this. So this was kept pretty quiet, I guess.
0: I remember hearing um, very minuscule stuff about it. But again, Mike, at 17, 18 years old, how much news were you really watching? Anyways, I was too busy trying to chase girls, work, and go to apply for colleges.
1: Oh, yeah. You know, you got a good point. You got a good point. We were busy with our own high school Lives,
0: yeah, it's 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 madness, you know, especially that those last couple years of high school, at least for me, and I know probably for you too, were were madness. It was just you know, never ending stuff that you had to do,
1: yeah, yeah. Uh, I remember senior year was a lot, uh, I was the only idiot who took all the hard classes, but that's not true. uh,
0: I took all the hard classes too.
1: Well, me and you were the only idiots who took all the hard classes. Dude,
0: I wanted to go to a
1: four-year university.
0: Granted, I did have... I did take the um, uh, teacher's aid for Senior Tomoka. That was about the easiest class I had. And I took took one or two photo classes. But I still took, you know... uh, I took a science. I took pre-calc. I took, uh, you know, um, uh, whatever the English you had to take and... Anyways, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. yeah no, no, you, no.
0: you and I, we were, we were like, no, we're going to four universities right out of high school, and it, I mean, shit, you remember Wyatt? I mean, Wyatt barely took enough credits to just be a student. You know, he yeah. took what, like one or two classes? He took two. Yeah,
1: he took two classes at university or at the community college, and then two at the high school. Yeah, he had because that was the minimum he could do and still be qualified to be a student
0: right but he never had an intention of going to a four-year university and i i don't remember if he talked about going in the military i think i thought he was just going to go to the community college i don't remember but somehow that you know ended up him going into the air force and now you know i haven't heard from him pretty much since so who knows
1: yeah yeah i don't i i definitely don't think his plans were for the military but uh yeah anyway yeah Back back to Bomb City. Yeah. Um. So so Matt, uh, without giving away the main main plot point, what do you give uh, your rating for Bomb City?
0: Like I said, I really did enjoy this movie. Granted, the majority of it is because it's a true story, and just well, okay, the majority of it is because the story, Um, being a true story, it adds only more to it. But for the most part, I think it was told very well. Like I said, um, the acting wasn't the best in the world. It wasn't awful, though. I've seen a hell of a lot worse. That was one of the little hiccups. The cinematography was not awful. It was good. The sound was good. I especially liked the punk bands and stuff. I'm sure that they played whatever or had whatever songs they had because they couldn't get the more popular stuff, which is fine. There's nothing wrong with that. I mean, you don't need that. Everybody know what knows what punk sounds like. But overall, I I enjoyed this movie. Granted, it's sad and it's dark and it's messed up. But again, I put a lot of weight behind the story of a film, especially a film that impacts people. I think everybody should see this movie if they can. I give it four out of five reels. I really enjoyed this movie. I thought it was great. Damn it, Matt! No, yeah. Seriously?
1: Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm with you. I'm gonna give it four out of five reels. And I don't think we mentioned earlier. Uh, you can stream this on Amazon Prime right now uh, for free. Or well, I mean, yeah, if you have Amazon Prime, me- Prime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Part of your Prime membership.
0: Yeah, dude. It's it's a great movie. It really is. It's uh, you know, it's rough around the edges, but for the most part, I mean. It's fantastic and I hate to say it, but the story is what makes it.
1: Yeah, no, it was it it's a good movie. It really is good. So I I would definitely recommend seeing it. Uh, you know, if you can watch it on Prime, if if you don't have Prime, find a login. Um I don't know. Uh you know, I, I would recommend seeing it. I, I like this movie. Or email it's, Mike or is- I and we will give you our login. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. That's that's not a thing, people. He's joking. No, no.
0: Email Talent at RealFilmNerds.com. <laughs>
1: uh, all right. No, um, dude, they're not going to
0: email us. It's fine.
1: All right. Okay. Well, um, with that, Matt... Uh, I, I don't I have don't... anything else other
0: than... People, you are down to fifteen days to vote in our listener choice awards. I guess you would say for you know the past real film nerds year of movie of the year and podcast of the year. We have had a handful of votes. Uh, I'll say it's uh, not more than twenty, but we have had votes. So awesome. I think probably what I'll do is probably when it gets closer and closer to the 14th, I'm probably going to throw up a poll on Facebook to see if we get more votes. But uh, just email us, tell us, text us, call us, Facebook message us, whatever. Give us your votes, people. We want your votes.
1: Yeah, man. Uh, we definitely want the votes. We, we want to hear from you. And uh, I guess on that note... Um I don't know what we're going to talk about next week, so I'm just going to leave it open and uh, uh, we'll catch you next time. You forgot. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.
0: (laughs) Thank you for listening to The Real Film Nerds. Now don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Real Film Nerds.
1: Now go out and catch a movie.